0: Hey everyone, um, do you have life insurance? If not, it's probably something you should be thinking about because um, it's a really important topic and something people often overlook. But you know, one of the things I found when I went in to get life insurance is I started looking at all the stuff that was covered and how much I was getting charged for life insurance. And it made me start to wonder whether the amount I was paying for my life insurance was subsidising unhealthy lifestyles of the average person around me. And now there's this really cool insurance broker in America called Health IQ but if you're one of our American listeners, I definitely reckon you should check out. So Health IQ uses science and data to secure lower rates on life insurance for health-conscious people, like listeners for That Paleo Show. That includes runners, cyclists, strength trainers, and more. With the majority of Health IQ customers saving between 4 and 33% on their life insurance, which is amazing. So if you're an American listener, see if you qualify and get your free quote today at healthiq.com forward paleo. Or mention the promo code PALEO when you talk to a health IQ agent. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Sit back, light the fire, kick your shoes off, because it's time for that Paleo Show with your favourite caveman, Brett Hill. Welcome to That Paleo Show, making the paleo lifestyle easy and accessible for everyone. I'm Dr. Brett Hill, and this week I'm rejoined by one of our favourites on this show, and one of my favourites when I'm looking for a recipe for something to cook, Jo Witten. Um, if you don't know Jo, she lives with her family in far north Queensland, Australia, um, and yet from that remote location, she has created the most incredible following with her quirky cooking business. Um, she has Facebook communities that are just absolutely enormous and growing every day. Um, She's done a quirky cooking cookbook, which I have never seen a book sell so fast as when I saw that at the (laughs) Wellness Summit. It was incredible. Um, And I know why, because the recipes are amazing. And she's got new cookbooks, which we'll talk about shortly. And she's just doing an incredible job educating the community about allergy-free living, gut health, healthy recipes, all sorts of amazing stuff. One of my favorites. Welcome to the show, Joe Witten.
1: Oh, thank you, Brett. So lovely to chat with you.
0: Such so good to have a chat. You are one of my favorites, Joe. You know Aww. that I Google you all the time because whenever <laughs> I'm stuck looking for a recipe or not sure how to cook something, and you know I've gone on quite a journey over the last few years with my cooking. You know, from you know yeah. five or six years ago being someone who didn't really cook much at all um, to all of a sudden you know having my kids fifty-fifty and, and needing to cook <laughs> them some recipes, uh, which you know for the first couple of months was pretty much meat and free veg every single night, I breakfast, lunch, wrong and
1: with
0: dinner. Meat, free veg. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought. Well, at some stage, I needed to branch out. You know, it's funny. I was just talking to Fuad. We did an interview last yep. week for that Paleo show. I was telling him when my fiance Stephanie moved over, um, I had to quickly discover how to make tomato sauce because she just <laughs> loves tomato sauce on everything. And so I got oh, like straight to quirky cooking. Got this great recipe. I did tweak Ooh, it a little bit, that's but good, that's it's good perfect. Good. And uh, and it makes the best tomato sauce in my Thermomix in like thirty oh, minutes, oh, and that's it's awesome. so good. So. I love you, Joe. I lose you all the Aww. time. So I rave about you to everyone, and I tell everyone to go to your recipes. And <laughs> Thank so you it. has been about three years. We just figured out since you were last yeah. on that paleo show, and a lot has happened in that time. I mean, that was so was much. that when what what year did Quirky Cooking the, the original cookbook come out?
1: Um, that was 2014 in April May.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that was not yes. long after that first cookbook, and obviously it was just yeah. Going, gangbusters and, you know, we we're probably yeah. excited that you had, you know, tens of thousands of people on your Facebook group and we thought that was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> so, tell us <laughs> what's happened since then.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Three years ago, yeah, I'm trying to think. I think I probably would have only had, um yeah, around 10,000 on my Facebook group back then, probably maybe a little bit more. Um And since then, it's grown to about 270-something thousand, I think. Amazing. <laughs> Um, and I feel like, I feel like quirky cooking has grown up. Um, it started off really as a hobby and just something I did because I love to share and chat and connect with people that are like-minded and I wanted to talk about food and health and, you know, it was just something I did mostly for fun, but also to help people and to sort of, you know, have my own. Um, time I guess away from the kids and um, yeah once the first cookbook came out that went crazy and that I, I haven't kept up with how many that's sold but it must be getting close to 90,000 now or oh, eighty five wow. something. yeah um, that's in three years and um, but I think what really tipped the growth over the Edge was teaming up with Fuad. So, if you listen to last week's podcast, you'll know how awesome he is. <laughs> so good. And I loved it. Yeah, so good. yeah, he's good, isn't he? So you can see why I work with him. Because when I first yeah. started working with him, a lot of people were like, "Why are you like going in partnership with someone else? You're quite successful already. You don't need to work with anyone else." Why are you? Who is this guy? You know, people who didn't know him and I'm like, Look, "We've been friends since goodness me, probably nine years, ten years. We've been friends." And, um, he's helped me in the background all the time, like with yeah. a lot of business advice and personal support. And, you know, when Isaac was going through his health issues, he was always there for me and helping me. And, um, we, you know, he's always been a great friend and we are very like-minded in our, um, I guess our our goals with sharing health with the world, and um, our mission and our vision, and um, just trying to to help other people to to live healthier lives, and also, um, you know, just our family growing up sort of lives with it very similar, and so we've got the same kind of ethics and ideas, and so we really just clicked. And when um, he was really, he probably talked about it in the last podcast about um leaving the corporate lifestyle and teaming up with me and um it was something that we kind of just it just happened very naturally and both of us just felt it was the right direction and since that time the business has really taken off because I think when you're trying to do everything yourself there's only so much you can do (laughs) <laughs> and you just end up getting very overwhelmed and stressed and working till all hours at night and getting up at 5 a.m. sometimes and, you know, to work. And um, when I, I and, and thinking, I can't afford to hire anyone, I can't afford to get any help. Um, but when you sort of take that leap of faith and go, right, I'm going to work with other people, I'm going to hire people to help me suddenly everything expands and grows and it's like, oh, we can do so much more together than I could do on my own. And so, um, yes, yeah, so the last two to three years have been amazing. Thorard um, so obviously came on board two years ago and started helping me um, with a cookbook and we released that um, in April last year. And that one is at, oh, goodness, getting close to 20,000 sales now. Okay. Um, yeah, and it's been just so beautiful to see the changes that people have um, gone through in their own health and their lives through those recipes Um, we're also working on um, we've been doing a gut health program online we're working on projects for the new year which you'll probably ask me about all that and I might be jumping the gun but um, (laughs) but basically it just all took off once I started working with other people and especially with Pilata now we have a beautiful team um, all working together, and uh, it's just very exciting. Uh, 2018 is going to be a good year. We're very excited. Yeah. It is
0: going to be a <laughs> yeah. great year. I'm so excited. Yeah. And we've got you guys coming to some of our events this
1: yeah. year as well,
0: the Wellness Base Camps, which are going to be super exciting. We've got both of you guys talking at, at different ones yeah. of those, which will be wicked. Um, so fun. tell us a little bit about, I guess, the evolution of Quirky Cooking then. you sure. know. um What's different about the new cookbook compared to the first cookbook?
1: When I first started Quirky Hooking, my focus was really, um, you know, for people like me who had to omit certain ingredients because of allergies or food intolerances. It was how to swap foods around and make all your favorite recipes without the ingredients that, like, without the dairy, without the gluten, without the sugar. Um, And also helping people with allergies and intolerances to um, tweak recipes, learn how to Um, do that for themselves and so that was the focus which is still great but what I didn't understand years ago was that um, it's good health isn't a matter of just taking out some ingredients forever so that you feel better (laughs) that's not that's not a great long-term goal Um, (laughs) doesn't sound exciting does it no no and for and you know back then it was very common for people to have gluten and aller- gluten and dairy sort of allergies but that was the main ones and nuts but now it seems like every second person you meet has problems with FODMAPs and salicylates and high histamine foods and they've got MTHFRG mutations and they've got this and they've got that and there's so many things they can't eat and you can't just say to them well don't eat those things forever and I'm finding uh, it very frustrating when people come to me and say well my doctor said I have to be on a FODMAPs diet and it's or whatever it is, forever. And so can you please do a FODMAPs cookbook? And I'm like, no, that's not right. You don't need to be on that forever, you need to heal your gut, and then you don't have to limit yourself so much. I mean, these fruits and vegetables that you're omitting from your diet are, are nutritious, amazing foods that you need, but you've got to heal your gut so that you can get them back into your diet. So. Mm. Our focus has changed really from omitting foods and tweaking recipes to change um, the foods around to um, healing the gut and getting back to the root cause and taking that time because it does take time and it takes a lot of effort but we really want to support people through that process so that they can get back to eating the way their bodies are designed to eat good food. Yeah. Um, we, we still do omit gluten from our diet. Because we feel that that's just got too many issues in modern gluten to be worth bothering with. (laughs) But, you know, most things um, we've brought back in now, um, we don't have like we don't have a heap of grains and stuff just because, well, you know, all the different problems that people can have with grains. But, um, like, my diet is so much more varied now that I've healed my gut. And I really um, want people to have hope that they will be able to eat. Quite normally
0: again. And I I tell you what, because I mean, you went on quite a journey with yourself Mm. and with your family in terms of healing the gut, and and I'm sure last time we did speak about the journey with Isaac and and with his OCD and how you healed that. And I know when you came to Adelaide and the two of you spoke Mm -hmm. together, that was amazing. Like I was, I actually get a bit teary even just talking about Uh it. Uh, (laughs) it was so powerful hearing you two share your journey. But you know, I know for you that going through that gaps process, that Mm -hmm. you you do get so restricted at first on what you are able to eat, I bet you really do appreciate that mm. breadth in your diet now.
1: Oh, I just, like even, um, I've always loved dairy. I've always loved the creaminess of cream and butter and I've never really been interested in milk so much. It's more the cream and the butter and the ghee and I couldn't have that for years and then when um, when we really worked on healing the gut, after one year of gaps, um, I found that I could cope with ghee and butter again as long as I didn't go crazy with it and then slowly I was able to add in you know like sour cream and yogurt and cream and cheeses yay (laughs) (laughs) and I know um you know some people would prefer to keep dairy out completely but it is it's actually just so nice to be able to go out somewhere and not have to say, I can't have this, 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 this. this. I can just say, can you just please make it gluten-free and then I just pick things that aren't full of sugar. Yeah. It's so simple.
0: so simple. <laughs> it's so funny as you were describing that because you were like talking about how you've missed dairy and I was like, yeah. do you know what, I really don't miss dairy. Like I never really oh, liked dairy good. that much growing yeah. up. Yeah. And then you got I to cheese and I was like, yeah. oh, actually, oh, yeah. no, nah, yeah. I do <laughs> like a bit of cheese every now and then, like a really it's good a, cheese
1: yeah, every now really and good then. Yeah, a I'm I'm, I'm
0: I'm, I'm I'm with you on that.
1: Yeah, I'm not crazy with it, although I might be considered crazy with butter. Thank you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're not like Jimmy Moore level crazy with butter though, are you?
1: No, not that crazy. I've had had
0: breakfast and lunch with Jimmy and seeing him order the butter is just out of control. It's it's amazing. (laughs)
1: Hilarious.
0: Did you know that physically active people have a 56% lower risk of heart disease, 20% lower risk of cancer, and 58% lower risk of diabetes. Well, you probably did, because you're one of my smart listeners on That Paleo Show. But that's compared to people who are inactive. Don't you think it makes sense then that if you're physically active, you should pay less for your life insurance? Health IQ thinks so. Like saving money on your car insurance for being a good driver, Health IQ saves you money on your life insurance for living a health-conscious life. So if you're in the United States, see if you qualify and get your free quote today at healthiq.com forward slash paleo. Or mention the promo code paleo when you talk to a Health IQ agent. I was just informed the other day that my microphone apparently hasn't been muting as well as I thought it was. So apparently on one of my episodes, I was telling off my dog. So don't feel bad about it. It happens. For all the listeners out there, I just apologize for that, that it did happen recently. And if you hear it again or you hear my mute button isn't working on my episodes, let me know. But uh, don't feel bad, Joe. It happens from time Uh to time.
1: The funny thing is that he was barking at my son because my son had his work clothes and cowboy hat on and he walked past the door and my dog thought it was a stranger. So.
0: <laughs> got to have the cowboy hat and fun of Queensland, right. Joe. Oh, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Um,
0: so, let's talk about some of this journey towards gut healing. I mean, how has this changed, I guess, the kind of recipes that you're promoting and the recipes that you've got in your cookbook? Um, what does this focus on gut healing meant for Quirky Cooking?
1: Um, so, I think... For most people, it's um, they may not need to go quite as far back as we did. Um, We had to really do the deep healing and we went through GAPS intro. It took us a good two years or For those who don't
0: know, I mean, the introduction to GAPS is basically like bone broth and nothing else, isn't it?
1: No, no. No, thankfully it's not.
0: Oh, right. I'm understanding what the first (laughs) stage of GAPS was, that it was really... It to... is.
1: It is limited, but it's actually, and this is why um, we're trying to educate people on it because Good. people do get the idea that all you can eat is soup, yeah, um, or broth. So when I when I started doing gaps intro i was looking up um, recipes online and program i downloaded someone else's program to go through recipes because i just thought i needed some help with the cooking and honestly it was so boring i nearly died because i'm (laughs) I'm such an experimental cook i'm like are you kidding me steak simmered in water for an hour i don't think so (laughs) and so i um made up my own um and so we have like on intro the um the idea is that you're healing and sealing the gut lining and you're bal- rebalancing the microbiome. And so you have things like uh, meat stocks is actually the basis of it. Bone broths are a um, more advanced food. So there's short-cooked meat, bro- meat stocks, okay. so like um, your lamb shanks or that kind of thing, something meaty. And you just short cook it for a couple of hours, and then um, add some veggies and simmer that in there. So you can do it as a super stew, or you can, you know, take the meat out, like put a roast in there in, and simmer that. Yeah. Take it out uh, when it's soft and slice it up. Put it on the plate. Make some cauliflower and leek mash with broth um, or sorry stock to um, to mash it with put that on the plate, simmer your veggies in the stock, put that on your plate. So it's kind of like you can still have a plate of dinner, yep. um, but it's very easy to digest. Um, so you've you've got everything nice and soft. You've got the the meat stocks, um, so they're full of amino acids and collagen and gelatin and all of those things that help to heal and um, help to build your cells. Uh, and then you are slowly adding in things like egg yolks and whole eggs and avocado and um, nuts that are blended into a nut butter so they're kind of cooked, mm. um, different things like that. So it's it's gen- it's a gentle progression and um, that's how we worked on it and that's how we healed. But some people don't need to go that far back. So our cookbook is really just general whole foods, gut-healthy foods. Yeah. Um, for anyone, really. And I, I find that's a really good introduction for people who maybe they've lived all their life on the Western diet. Um, they don't know, you know, they think it's all a bit weird to, I don't know, go gluten free or <laughs> gaps or what paleo or whatever. Um, but when they taste these recipes and they realize how good it makes them feel, they're always convinced that, oh my goodness, yep. I'm not missing out by <laughs> eating this kind of food and it makes me feel so good. And I find that it's kind of a, a um, step forward for a lot of people to realize, okay, I can heal my body with food. Yeah. Um, so it's a really lovely introduction. For people who are totally not interested in health, they still love the recipes. Yeah. People that are interested in health, it gives them a good step to go further in in healing. And we have, I don't know, Vlad might have told all my stories, but just in case, I'll just, <laughs> just stop me if you already told you. Yeah. Um, We had a lady email us and she said, "Um, we got your cookbook and we decided to cook only from your cookbook for a while. She said, after one week of eating only recipes from your cookbook, my seven-year-old daughter had a normal bowel movement for the first time in her life. Whoa. Yeah. She said she's always been constipated and she is now not constipated after one week of eating the recipes in your book
0: oh how good's that I mean that's that's why you do what you do isn't it like you I know you know. get one story like that and you and it oh. usually comes on the day where you're feeling a bit flat yeah. you know and you're so like uh you really oh. and then you just get that story and you're like oh my god uh, I mean even for me it was today actually I was chatting to Fuad before he started yeah. the episode and he said do you know when I first started my journey that the show yes. I listened to was that paleo show He
1: did, I and I, I was like Alex oh my that. god
0: that yeah. point, like I look at what he's doing now and I think, wow, like to think that maybe I had some part in helping along that journey You're is doing. just like so exciting. I was just like, Oh, that's amazing. And anyway, it's
1: funny how it comes a full circle and you, so you help others, they help you and it's just
0: Yeah yeah it's Well, he said he was telling his partner about it and she couldn't believe that he was going back onto the same show he'd been listening to. I was like, oh, that's so funny. So, So anyway, uh, beautiful stories, Joe. And I think, you know, the other thing about that, I guess, is, um, you know, these recipes are also good, I think, for, I would say, people like me who, where Mm. I've been kind of paleo or transitioning towards paleo for kind of probably about Mm -hmm. 20 years. Yeah. Wow.
1: Really? That long?
0: Well, well, yeah. I mean, I kind of, like, when I say transitioning towards, it's what I mean is, like, when I was probably 18, 20 mm-hmm. is when I started making changes to my diet. But back then, yeah. it was probably like, you know, going from eating hamburgers to eating Subway. You know, like it was, right, right, well, I'm yeah. talking like the first well, steps okay. along the journey, you know.
1: Yeah, okay. or,
0: or, you know, drinking a little bit less coffee or whatever I did right at the start, they're having a little bit less sugar. So okay. you know, it was kinda like
1: that, yeah, it's been yeah, about 20 years. It was that step.
0: Too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but for someone like me who's kind of been going along that journey for so long, I kind of think, well, yeah, you know, going right back to the start of the, the GAPS process, is not really where I'm at. You know, it's about Mm. just nourishing my body with those things so that it can keep healing and evolving. And, and, you know, I'm very much Mm. into the, you know, just give my body what it needs and and let it heal. Um, And so, these sort of recipes, I think, are just perfect for that. You know, it's not about treating any sort of specific condition. It's not about resolving any specific issues. It's just, hey, these are good things for my gut. They're going to help it Mm. be even healthier than it has been already. So, great book as you know i love all your recipes joe oh, I, I use them you. all the time you know sometimes you get a little message from me going i'm yeah. using this recipe I, but i want to make this and how do i do it Joe?" i
1: thank totally you don't that. mind anytime usually, usually
0: around my kid's birthday when i'm trying to make some yeah. sort of fancy cake or something i'm like joe yeah. <laughs> so no that's great well um it's amazing the journey you've been going on with quirky cooking joe the cookbook obviously is going nuts um what's your favorite recipe from the cookbook
1: Oh, that's always a hard question. (laughs) I know. I like asking Uh, that one though. Yeah, the my favourite dessert is one that I haven't seen a lot of people make yet and I really recommend it. It's the ruby red grapefruit pie. It is so good. So people think people think of grapefruit and go, Oh, it's bitter. I don't like it. Mm. And so they don't try the recipe. But what you're doing, you fill it the grapefruit so that it's just the flesh. There's no skin. And there's no pith, and the base is um, an almond meal pastry, and then you've got your either dairy free or cream cheese um, filling. So it's like a it's like a cream cheese, oh, yeah. um, either made with cashews or just a usual cream cheese filling with vanilla in it, and um, that's spread over the base of the cold pie crust once once you've baked it. Yeah, and then you put your filleted grapefruit um, all around, make a pattern, and then you do a a jelly out of grapefruit and um, orange and orange juice and honey and you just and vanilla and pour that over and set it in the fridge and it is the best for summer. And it is it so like
0: rich. the is it like the red grapefruit or is it the yes, yellow? The red. It's the red grapefruit. The red. Okay, I was yes. going to say because my so neighbours have got grapefruits, but they got the yellow ones. Can I make it with that? Will it still work?
1: Well, you can, but just adjust the sweeting um, the sweetness to taste because the. Um, Red grapefruit is sweeter.
0: Okay. okay. All right.
1: So you may need a little bit more honey in the jelly. I'm not sure. Although, if you're used to not having much sugar, you should be fine. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, it sounds pretty good. You know what I'm picturing oh, as you describe it? it? And this sounds yes. really bad, right? But you know when we were kids <laughs> and you had those splice ice creams? Yeah. And they were kind, kind of like... like Creamy on yeah. the inside and then kind of yes. um, sour, on, or not sour, but, you know, citrus exactly. on the outside. It exactly. kind of seems like it's, right, I'm going to have to, I, I feel it's bad for that. you that no one's po- taking pictures yeah, of this come recipe. On, I, I want someone so to I'm make it. i have to it's, give it a go got... and I'll post it on social media and I'll tag you in, Joe because it does oh, sound pretty good.
1: I love you, Brett, you're and, the best.
0: Uh, well, I, I owe you for all the help you've given me with kids <laughs> cooking and birthday parties over the years. So I'll, I'll give it a go. I'll, I'll hit up good the neighbours for some... Uh, Grapefruit.
1: Grapefruit
0: yeah. and we'll see how just, we go.
1: Just make sure you've got a nice sharp knife to get those yeah. um those grapefruit uh segments. All right. Um But there's if you if you get like stuck with how to do it, just if you Google filleting grapefruit, yeah. Okay. You'll come up with yeah, okay. YouTube videos and they'll show you it, once you get the hang of it, it's easy as. I'm, but, sure, I'm sure Isaac's um, got a video for that, that, doesn't he? <laughs> I need to. I've put one up on Facebook <laughs> before, but it was ages ago. There you
0: go. Um
1: but it's it's just, yeah, it's got that balance of tart, juicy, refreshing taste with the creamy taste okay. plus the biscuit kind of well, texture from the base. So, I it's will, really good.
0: I will get out my Fury knife set that I've got at home, Joe. <laughs> oh, very I, good. Very that good. I won on Wheel of Fortune back in about 2001.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're kidding me.
0: Nah, seriously. I love no. my knife set.
1: You know who who designed those yeah, knives?
0: Yeah, I do. Yeah, the it's guy awesome, um, from Solid Technics, Solid Technics who makes but... amazing pans. He did, <laughs> I, I found that out at the Wellness Summit. I was talking to him about it. I was like, no way. I said, I love my knife set. It's the
1: best. Oh, that's anyway, so cool.
0: Know, it's such a small world, right? It is. Um, so, yeah, anyway, <laughs> I just thought I'd chuck that in because I think it's yeah. funny that I won that on Wheel of Fortune. Um, that is and funny. Steph thinks it's funny because she looked at the video at home of me oh. as a 20-something-year-old on Wheel of Fortune with hair going <laughs> all over the place. and. It was very amusing. I'd like to see you that. Know, you should put that on Facebook. I should, but I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for coming on, Joe. Um, okay. Obviously, if people haven't already been to your website, they can go to find it at quirkycooking.com. Um, they can find you on Facebook at quirkycooking.au. Uh, sorry. Yes.
1: Yeah. If you just Google quirky cooking, you'll find it. It
0: comes up everywhere. Um, That's usually what I do. And uh, quirky (laughs) cooking on Facebook. um, They can find you at Joe Whitten on Instagram, (laughs) but they can also find your new books Instagram at Life Changing Food on
1: Instagram. Life Changing. It's actually Life Changing Food
0: Book. Oh, okay. It's
1: sorry <laughs>
0: no please get it right this is important life-changing food book i told you but i haven't you, that one yet even but if since you we search, hang up i will
1: even if you just search quirky cooking on instagram it's pretty much anywhere you search quirky cooking you'll find you'll us find but it. if you search quirky cooking on instagram it'll come up with mine and then mine has the link to the yeah life-changing food book as well
0: perfect yeah so get hold of life-changing food book give it a go try eating everything from the life-changing food yeah. book for a couple of weeks and see what happens and and Message us on Facebook and let us yeah. know because that would be amazing. Love to
1: know. So,
0: <laughs> thank you so much, Joe. It's been an absolute pleasure again as always. Uh,
1: thank you, Brett.
0: And, uh, I'll see you at the World Space camp. camp. Can't wait. Oh,
1: can't wait. Yeah. Right. So, you're coming to the Brisbane one?
0: I'm coming to all of them. Yeah. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. I'll see you cool. in Brisbane. It's only a few weeks away. I
1: know. I'll see you soon. it be great.
0: All right. Can't wait. For everyone else, until next week, join the conversation on Facebook. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Join our newsletter list at thatpaleoshow.com and let's help grow the paleo tribe worldwide. Join us next week on That Paleo Show. Health IQ are not just an insurer, they're a life insurance agency. They take the customer through the journey from when they submit their interest to starting an application, going through the underwriting and to enforcing the policy as well. The policy is underwritten by one of their top partners who is an insurer. So if you're in the US, see if you qualify and get your free quote today at healthiq.com forward slash palio or mention the code Palio when you talk to your health IQ agent.